2: no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What about me?
3: Good evening. Good afternoon. Good morning, wherever you may be. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast. Sponsored by the West Cork Beer Company. Link below in the description. Please go over and check him out. Uh, West uh, Beard Oil and Beard Balm, made from natural ingredients um, from West Cork. All handmade. Uh, It's his own business to go over and um, check him out. Links below in the description. Uh, Kindly sponsors the podcast. Good evening to you all in the chat box. Uh, all happy today, I hope, uh, after yesterday's result. As always, keep your... Uh, keep your What's the word I'm looking for? Keep your... Behave yourselves in the chat box, because we have Nigel in there. Nigel, the moderator. Um, and he will chuck you out before you can say the word. Bakayaro Um So, yeah. Don't be messing in there. <laughs> He'll have you out. Uh, my earphones have gone all haywire so what i'm going to do is i'm going to introduce everyone
0: dan how are you sir very well thank you mate yeah very positive after yesterday very happy we won nice to see so yeah can't complain from me today mate nice positive podcast hopefully
1: well let's hope so
0: harry how are you mate
1: yeah very good very good rubbing very shoulders girl.
3: with uh arsenal legends
1: Oh, I had a great day yesterday, man. Not, aside from the result, I had a great day. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm buzzing yeah. Bit, yeah. <laughs>
2: Mr. Judge, how are you, sir? Oh, good. Thank you very much. You know, a bit jealous of uh, Harry there, meeting and, you know, drinking the champagne and all that. But, you know, uh, there you go. Uh, Can
1: I just say as well, they they don't serve half pints unless you ask for them, which means the judge <laughs> is asking for them.
2: <laughs> no, don't believe it. Don't believe it for a minute like I mean.
3: Yeah, so a nice result, um, a 4 0 win. Obviously, something that we we all, we, we desperately needed uh, to to win to win that game yesterday, and we did. Dan, um, let's get your quick your quick uh, prognosis on the game yesterday.
0: Yeah, well, <clears throat> start with the team news. To be fair, because. Um... Little bit of a shock. I looked at the team nose and thought perhaps he had Thursday night in mind. Obviously, saw Eddie and Ketty are starting. Now, I wasn't too annoyed that Lacazette had um, been dropped. But I think for me, the main thing was that Obamiang wasn't through the centre and Eddie was playing. Then, when I saw Sabio's playing, <coughs> excuse me, I thought Ozil must be dropped. Ozil plays as well as Ceballos. So it was all a little bit mixed matched, if I'm honest. Um, but when the game started, it was as if they just had their gear, kind of break in Dubai and hadn't really kind of followed on anything different from the Burnley game, if I'm honest with you. It looked like a real dead half. Thought Newcastle set up really well. Um, obviously come with a game plan. Looked like they set up with the formation that I expected. Uh, and we found it very hard to break them down. And then I remember sitting at half-time. You know, outside block five, talking to the boys, thinking, you know, this is this is not looking good. Then perhaps the why was uh, was not the answer. Uh, but the second half, whatever happened with Arteta, it really he really did put the, the shakers up him, and they came out the second half straight away, scored a goal, um, and then opened the floodgates from there. Really, um, I think that second half performance was pretty exceptional, and I was really impressed with a few players in particular, uh, Saka um, and Pepe. I thought Saka and Pepe were sensational down each wing. Uh, I actually thought Sabahos and Ozil were were really good. A lot of people were giving Ozil a lot of stick and I still don't quite understand why, but I thought he played very well. I thought Danny Sabahos looked like the kind of Danny Sabahos that we saw at Burnley. um, Second game of the season, I think it was. And um, yeah, good to see the four strikers scoring. You know, you look at the front for all, we've been trying to get that working and it looks now like finally... Let's hope we can push on uh, and continue some of these uh, these players scoring because, you know, a lot of people there, those who hasn't scored for a long time, Lacazette's finally broke his duck. Now you've got Aubameyang back on the score sheet after his suspension. Pepe, I thought, was magnificent. Um, great, great, A little dummy from Saka and uh, a little nutmeg from Saka. Great assist. So a 4-0 win. And you've got to look at it and think, I just want to see performances now. You know, we've been told by Arteta that this team are ready. They're hungry. They've had a great break. They're together. The banter's great. The morale's great. Prove it on the pitch. And if we can continue to do this now, then who's to say that we can't go on a nice little run now. The fixes is there for us, Craig. You know, they're yep, there yeah, for yeah. us. We've got some great home games. We've got the Europa League coming up. We've got Pompey in the cup. So let's stay positive and see if we can go on a run because I want to see some uh, some action now, not just words. You know, we've been told this is a hungry side. Let's go and prove it on the pitch. But very happy with yesterday's second half performance.
3: Absolutely, mate. I can't, you know, there's, there's no disagreeing. Uh, Harry, um, up, in the, up in the posh seats, mate. How was it up there?
1: Yeah, it was it was interesting to see the game from a different perspective because I normally sit in the, the North Bank lower tier in the corner in block six. So as great as that is, and I absolutely love it there. I wouldn't swap it for anything. It does give you an alternative view when you're that little bit higher up. Um, you can see shapes a little bit better. You can try and work out tactically what's going on. Um, for me, uh, Dan's touched on most of the points from the team selection. There were some surprises in there. But it, for me, what was the most impressive I thought that the decision to to play Sabayos in that deeper position was a bit of a masterstroke on Arteta's behalf. And I say that because nobody expected it. When people saw Sabayos' name on the team sheet, everybody thought he was going to be the number 10, if you like. He wasn't going to be one of the, the deeper line players. But in a game where we knew we were going to have the majority of the possession, um, we were going to need to, to be creative. We were going to try and dictate the play it was interesting to see him do that because I think that's the first time we've seen Mikel Arteta actually put his stamp on this team and say, do you know what? Actually, we've had our break. We know what, what we want to do now. Let's go and impose ourselves. Let's not be as cautious because I think since Arteta's come in, everybody expected us to, you know, change and play this free-flowing football. And we've done it in spells, but he has been a lot more pragmatic than people thought. And he's had to do that to stabilise the team because... Our defence has been shocking. So I think we got a glimpse yesterday of what the longer-term view is from Mikel Arteta, and that is to have someone who sits in that deep position, who can dictate the play, who's... Not as tenacious as Lucas Torreira, but is is as comp, is more competent on the ball and in possession, and will help us tick. So I think Arteta would have enjoyed that performance from Sabyas. And you know, Sabyas has been making noises about possibly leaving early, etc., um, etc. Cetera, et cetera. So to see him in the team and playing well is a testament to him as well, because he could have down tools, um, not getting the game time. Um, I know he had injuries, but even. Uh, either side of his injuries he wasn't starting regularly so for him it's a testament to how hard he works as well and I think he showed Arteta exactly what Arteta wants to see from a midfield
3: Mm, absolutely Um, just before we come on to Lee good evening to you all if you're watching this on Facebook Uh, we're streaming to Facebook this evening um, for the first time uh, on on the page Um, I should have really put a link to it in the description shouldn't I what I'll do is after the podcast I'll, I'll put a link to it on Twitter and you can you can like the page as well. I've started putting a few videos up there, you know, like um, like today, for example, that video of, of Saka going, whoops, <laughs> when, uh, he nutmegged that, when he nutmegged that Newcastle player, which is, was fairly good. It was quite funny um, with a Hang standing next to him. Uh, Lee, how would you get on yesterday, mate? Did you have a good day?
2: I had a good day. Thank you very much. Like, it's all about the classes. I don't give monkeys about formations, tactics or whatever. <laughs> right i uh, i went to the game and uh and this is a true story this is i'm not lying here All Right, um what's it i forgot that i had my glasses with me like so I Watched the first half it was not very good very very poor um had a chat with jack um and his jockey because he won it on his horse the day before so that was very nice uh and and had a nice little chat with him and um Anyway, I thought oh, I've got my glasses in there. I forgot about them. Whacked them on. As I whacked them on, I put them on night. Like, <laughs> I would, would bam me and Rose like a salmon and bang it in like, you know what I mean. <laughs> right <laughs> at that time, like you know what I mean. So the glasses are gonna have to come with me week in, week out, now it's all about them. So uh um yeah, that's it really. So um but uh listen, I think I've got to say a big up to the fans that went on um, on uh, Sunday because I'm pretty sure that every fan at one stage must have thought, you know, I don't know, it's just on telly, it's pouring down the rain, the yeah. trains are not working, it was going to be hassle. Oh, shall I go and shall I not? Um, but uh, a, a lot of fans probably did blow it out because there did seem to be quite a few empty seats. But for the ones that went, they got their, their just rewards because it was the uh, second half, it was absolutely fantastic football to watch. Um I have to say, I agree, I concur with what everybody said on so far. Uh, I felt that um, Saka, I've got to say this, I just thought he was up for it from the word go. In the first half, we didn't really feed him so much. So I thought that was a little bit of a disappointment. There were times when he had so much space out there and he wasn't being fed. But um, uh, I thought that he'd done really, really well. I've got to say that Ceballos, um, as, as Harry said, was an absolute masterstroke. I didn't, you know... I'm going to say I I was a little bit annoyed um, when the team sheet came out and and Ozil was playing because I think, how many more chances is this bloke going to get? You know what I mean? Lacazette weren't playing. It was left out, rightly so. But there he is playing. And Ceballos as well. But I'll tell you what happened in the game. Ceballos was the one that allowed Ozil to have space and create. You know what I mean? And what he was doing was every time he got the ball, he fed Ozil through the lines, which we haven't been able to do. And that's why Ozil's been isolated and not been able to get in in the game. But what we've done and what Arteta done was he knew that they was going to pack the defence out and he got, made sure that we were, we made sure we got Tobias on the ball, who then in turn fed, um, we fed um, uh, Ozil. And I thought Ozil was was brilliant. You say, people have, you know, are saying that he's okay. Like, you know what I mean? Um, he's doing this and he's doing that and uh, I don't think he should be in a starting lineup. And Even people today are saying that he didn't play well today and I, I, you know, I can't believe that, you know what I mean? If he plays well, I will say it. If he doesn't play well, I will say it as well. And, you know, But you can't keep bashing a player and then the one that really does annoy me about it is, ah, oh, well, it's only Newcastle, you know what I mean? And it really does get my goat because you know, you can only play what's in front of you and they're no mugs, Newcastle. I have to be. I have to say, you know, last time they come to uh, North London, they got three points. Lovely, you know what I mean. So it was always going to be a tough game. <laughs> and I felt that uh, first half, um, we produced a what a poor performance. You know what I mean, I'm, I'm like with Dan. You know, if someone would have come up and said to me, you know, you're going to win this four nil, I wouldn't have believed them. I, I, I would have, I would have bit your hand off at that moment if someone said you're going to win one nil. I felt that. Um, that uh, I'd have jumped on that, but once we got the goal, some of the football was breathtaking. I'm really enjoying Saka. I don't know; people team running and saying like, "Is he a left back or not?" Like, you know, I, I'm really enjoying his performances at left back. I'm really enjoying. Mm. He, he's, he's got the freedom of the park. He hasn't really got to worry about um, defending. Some I just, I just love him in that role. I've got to say, I think he's been absolutely outstanding, and um, I just felt that. We quietly went about our jobs, you know. Shaka played very, very well. And I'll have to go with what the boys thought. I honestly thought when I looked at the team sheet, oh, well, you know, that's it. We're we're looking for Thursday night's game against We That's what we're going to focus on. And um, I have to say that um, it was far from it. Do you know what? I'm not going to say this now. I I think uh, there's something about Arteta I do like, and that's the thing. He's now giving someone like... um, Eddie a chance up front up front and I think what he's saying to Eddie is that you know I'm going to give you the chance just to see if you can do it not like and and he's going to give him a go and if he's not going to be good enough then fair enough but he's going to give him the chance and I I, I like that you know I I, I think that uh, Willock will get a chance at some stage as well this season so I just think I don't know about you boys and, and the people in the chat. I'm really enjoying that there's a few youngsters in the team and a big given a chance. And I think I, I, I'm really enjoying that. I'm I, I'm enjoying that. Uh, uh, i watching these boys develop. But I just think now I'm hoping... Somebody said a very, very good point yesterday at the game. You know, what is the point of uh, playing Sabayas if he's only going to be here to the end of the season? You know, or are they going to be looking to buy him because if they're just going to let him get games so that he can go to the Euros, I'd rather see Willet come into the side and I agree with that. Mm. But I think that if they're going to play this Tobias and you know, let's make sure we tie him up because what I see yesterday, I think there is a player in there and I think that we looked to a, a level up from an attacking point of view yesterday with him in the side. So that, that's that's how I see it. Good, good win. And the best thing about all, oh, we are now plus two on the goal difference. And I, <laughs> I'm absolutely, it's, been, it's been getting my goat week in, week out, seeing that minus, minus. I'm seeing the plus. I'm loving it. And it's about time. I agree with what everybody's saying. Let's not go overboard. We're still 10th in the league. But uh, as I say, let's be positive. We're, and I think now there's only two teams that are unbeaten in the whole 2020. of 2020.
3: Correct. Um, us and the pool, I believe um, I just want to I, I, I was at, we, Me and Lee had a little bit of a b- banter about it yesterday on Twitter But I just want to mention Leno um, I know I'm a, a goalkeeper's union and all that But that save he pulled off in the first half
2: um, What one? What one? Well,
3: yeah, um, I, the one way went, way, the, the deflection When he was going one way And he had to move all his body weight over to the, to the other side What, to the, what, to what then trickled
2: to him? Well, see, this is, see, this is the problem.
3: This is the problem. This is the problem with players who play on the pitch. Oh, that only trickles you what you do, what you do? Lee Judges has never had to move his body weight that quick before. Ever.
2: I have um, when I got and when, when Russell warns, I try <laughs> Russell was trying to get me to get a pint in. Like, yeah, exactly. Unless it's was well, your mean. round. Yeah. <laughs> but that yeah, was well, it. round. a see.
3: bloody it was a bloody good save. Um and I think, and I don't know what you uh, the the reason I mentioned that save is because I think he's done so well this year. Um and if it wasn't for him, there's you know, there's no there's no denying it, we could be a lot lower in the division. But Dan, um I'm getting a little bit worried someone's gonna come in for him.
0: Mm, there was rumours I think I was saying to you earlier about Manuel Neuer coming to the end of Bayern Munich and they want Leno that is what I've heard to be fair Uh, listen I'm a huge fan to be fair I I always have been I don't think he's had a a, I can I can think of probably three bad games he's had in the Mm. two years that we've had him and I think that's probably the Chelsea game this season where he had that shocker or a howler I should say uh, against Chelsea this season a few weeks back obviously last season I thought he was really poor against Wolves away and Southampton away towards Christmas um but apart from that, I think he's 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 saved more than than leaked. So for me, I think th- this season, apart from Dubravka, I think he's made the most saves in the Premier League as a goalkeeper. So, yeah, we have a lot to thank him for. And I, I mean, know people talk. A- some sorry to bro- cut across you there. Someone else no, come but- in
3: and said that his distribution is poor. Now, I mean, but that's I mean that's something that can be worked on. Um, mm. And he's correct. Um, the, yeah. uh, that, that comes in from South London's finest. Um, I see, I see, it was a great save and his distribution was poor yesterday, but you know, something I've, that can be worked on.
2: I think so. I,
3: I think
0: It was really
2: frustrating. Sorry to interrupt, like, you know, sorry to interrupt. It's yeah. all right. Graham. Can, can, I, just gonna, can <laughs> I just come in there? Can I just come in here, Craig? <laughs> can <laughs> I just come in here, please? You know, I'm sorry to interrupt. But I've got to say this point. I'm not having a go at Leno. I, I thought it was a routine save, but you know what I mean? Craig like loves him, like, you know what I mean? Jesus Christ, he sent him f four <laughs> Valentine's cards this week, you know what I mean? Like hoping for hoping for a like yeah you know I mean? but anyway, that's another story like you know so but he did do very very well, right but what I've liked about Leno, I think he has been great when he was when he was having these shots rained in at him now, but also now his game's changed a little bit where he's not doing so much, so his concentration levels have got to be good, and he's still performing getting a good saving um and and performing well, and I think that's a very very big key that you know all of a sudden he's now not involved in the game so much. And he's still making, making his his routine saves and all like that, you know. So uh, I think
0: I think one thing as well that I don't think people or Peter, kind of just sort of masked over really. The last few goalkeepers that we have had, when the balls come back to them from the defender, everybody goes, "Oh, just oh, get rid of it." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't do him, that though. with Leno, no, no, do you? No. you don't do that with Leno. You kind of have the confidence that he's going to do the right thing. And I know his distribution isn't um, up to scratch, but I wouldn't say it was poor. If I'm honest with you, I wouldn't look at it and go, oh, "Crikey, where's he going with that one?" So I think that you know this this game was a lot better than it was against Burnley. Burnley was a bit frustrating. I thought Leno with his distribution and the fact he's just slowing it down so quickly. But for this yesterday. Didn't think he was poor at all. And I, I I like the little guy. I think he's quite underrated as a goalkeeper, if I'm honest. So, I'm towards Craig with this one. I, I'm a fan of Leno.
3: Uh, we've got this. There's a donation there. Thank you very much indeed for the donation. Uh, Bill, I haven't missed yours. Don't worry, mate. I have it written down here, but I'm going to come to that a little bit later on um, when we're actually talking that. So, is that
2: £40 uh, I, or 40 Uh,
3: I'd say it's about... Well, it doesn't matter how much it is, really, does it? Well, um, it it's does. very kind. No, it doesn't. <laughs> um, and <he's> <laughs> he, <it>. wants to, <laughs> he wants yeah, a Big Mac.
2: Yeah. Oh, the Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, make a Big Macs out at the moment. What do they call them? Like, oh, yeah, I had oh, one. Saturday. What are they called? The Big Mac Grand. Oh, oh I have one yeah. on them. When, when, when we do it, I think I have one of them? Where was that? We went to Manchester when I come back from uh, from uh, Burnley game. Very yeah, nice, very, very nice, enjoyable. Indeed.
3: Uh, hybrid, thank extra you very
2: Salard, much. Extra
3: Sorry, that Lee's getting a bit excited. Um, <laughs> thank you very much about the big, big, big backs. Uh, hybrid, thank you very much for your donation. Um,
2: well, where is it then? Where is it? It's here. Well, shout
3: well, out i Well, I did have it up before you started telling us about your big map <laughs> in it? Burnley. So,
2: we, UK gold or something here. What's going on? now? Like? you know what I mean? You want to
3: get some. You want to get some hearing aids to go with those glasses, I reckon. Um <laughs> he, he, he was saying that Leno's <laughs> kicking uh, hasn't improved uh, all season while we're on the while we're on the
2: um I think he oh. was very, very poor against Burnley. I have to say that he was giving me the ump. Uh kept delaying and all that. But I didn't see that yesterday. I thought he was he's I thought his all round game yesterday was good. Mm. If I'll be honest. I um I, I, I have to start checking out his kicking right? but I d I didn't think I, I didn't think that was something to worry about.
3: Harry what what about you on Leno Harry would you would you be with me would you be worried that people are going to come sniffing
1: not quite at this point um I'm not overly worried about somebody coming in for him I don't think that I think what you guys have just touched on the distribution bit I think that's massive in modern day football and I think that when you look at the way certain teams want to play that they will look at that in a goalkeeper I don't think Leno's particularly bad at it I don't agree with people when they say his distribution is awful. I just think that when you're asking your goalkeeper to play in that way, there's an element of risk to it. And you've seen Manchester City's goalkeeper, Edison, make mistakes playing that way. You've seen, um, you know, Claudio Bravo came to Manchester City from Barcelona, one of the best in the business, but then it, he he couldn't handle it because it, you're asking them to play in this way. It's very dangerous in the sense that you're be, you're asking them to be outfield players as such, and ultimately they're not. They're goalkeepers. So, you know, there's very few that can play that way. If you're a manager that insists on playing in that style, then you have to accept that at times you're going to make mistakes playing that way. Um, And that's kind of, it's just the modern day goalkeeper. The role of the goalkeeper has changed. Um, It's not like it used to be. You'll now see smaller, agile goalkeepers that are comfortable with their feet. Whereas in the olden days, you would have seen a big goalkeeper come out with his fists, to punch a corner, and it was a completely different mindset. So I just think the game's changed. It's adapted. Um, But in terms of Leno moving on, I, I think he's a decent goalkeeper. I don't think he's top, top draw, but I don't think he's bad by any means. Um, I think he's good enough for for Arsenal at this moment in time, so I'm happy with him. But I don't see the likes of Bayern or somebody like that coming and and taking a punt on him because if they wanted to, why didn't they do it before when he was in Germany? Very true,
3: mate. Very true. Um, Harry, I'm going to stay with you for this. Stay with you, mate. Um, we need to we need to talk about young Saka um, again. You know, man of the match performance. This young kid's coming to this team. And has absolutely nailed his chance Um, yesterday again. Like I said, man of the match performance from him. What are we going to do when Kieran Tierney is fit? Uh, It's 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 worrying me. Uh, I want to bring this in from Claude. Good evening, Claude. How are you, sir? Um, Is Saka the new Ashley Cole? Do we agree? (laughs)
2: I think he's having a little dig at me there, old Claudia like, you know boy. Right? Oh, okay. A? Yeah, because I said that a couple of weeks ago. It does remind me of Ashley Cole. Like, sort of, you know what I mean? Like, Ashley Cole was a wide player and was converted into a left-back and has been superb. I think Saka has been absolutely superb at left-back. I think he's better, his, his better performances have been when he's been left-back. That's my opinion at this moment in time. I think he can go forward and, and, and maybe play as the uh, player in the in the number 10 or, or even out wide left. I think he's just, the boy is just a real talent and somewhere along the line, he's got to be in the team.
1: Absolutely. At the
2: moment left back.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah I, I agree. I think he's done really, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's done really, really well and he deserves a lot of praise for the performances that he's putting in at the moment. I think at some point he's going to have to have a sit down with Mikel Arteta and decide where his future lies though, because is he a left back or is he going to be a left winger? And that, and that is a conversation that they need to have and they need to, you know, c- come up with a, the, the right plan but at this moment in time for somebody of his age and of his little experience it's just about getting game time under his belt and and we've seen lots of players who have had to come into teams um to play in slightly different roles just to get game time and to get experience so at this point I think it's all about playing football for, for Bukayo Saka and I think in his case and in the case of lots of players sometimes it suits you not being the left winger and it suits you coming into the game later from a deeper position because often you're not marked that way um you know it's very rare that the right winger is going to follow you all the way back to the edge of his own penalty area so yeah, a lot of the time you get that little extra bit of space you're you're a spare man as such when your team are attacking yeah, it, and it helps um so i think that we've seen the benefit of that with bukayo saka he's a fantastic talent but the real worry is now we've got to tie him down on a contract because yeah. You know, that that's the concern at the moment. We've with we, the talent's there. Whether we can nurture it and get the maximum out of him remains to be seen. Um, but the talent's certainly there, and I hope that Arsenal tie him down on a long term deal and he can spend some time working under Mikel Arteta because it's done him good.
3: Absolutely. Um Dan, what would you what would you say about? I mean, mm. obviously we've got to try it. We've got to, yeah. look, the biggest thing is we that we tie him down to a contract because someone is gonna come in for him, a big club will come in for him. Um you know, with for quite handy money, I would imagine, because he he's, he's a very talented boy. But my concern is, what are we going to do with Kieran Tierney? Does you know do, think... d- does Tierney come in back into left mm. back? Is Kieran Tierney a better
0: left back is he, um, than 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 Saka? I think I think that he he probably is. Um, listen, if you're good enough to play for Arsenal, it doesn't matter how old you are, mm. and Saka's proven that. A lot of people have said, you know, oh, Maitland-Niles is still young and Nelson's still young and Gendouzi is still young. Saka's younger than all of them and he's come straight in. He's not even that position and he's taken the ball by the horns and he's put, in my opinion, nailed down a position there. Now, I don't think he's moving out of that position. When Kieran Tierney does come back, I think there will be a time where Arteta looks to push him forward. The other problem we've got is who to drop out in front of him because Martinelli is that left winger and I don't want to drop him either. So if Saka and Martinelli can form that partnership, then it, it looks bad news for Kieran Tierney and Kolasinac. Now, if you had to get rid of one of them, obviously Kolasinac goes. You keep Tierney. Um, but for me, I think what Arteta will do is play Kieran Tierney back at left back when he's fit. And I think that Saka will just be used as that strength in depth um, which isn't a bad thing. It's not a bad decision for Arteta to have, is it? You know, I've got all these players that are good enough to play in position. Mm. Great. That's what you want. You want 25 of them in your squad. So I don't think it's a bad thing and people can get quite negative on that and think, oh, it's out of order that he's been pushed out. I'm not so sure. I think it's quite a good thing because if you've got a position where we are in now, where, say, Kieran Tierney plays on the Sunday and Kai Saka plays on the Thursday night, that's not such a bad thing. So I think strength and depth is a great thing and I'm a massive fan of this young lad. I think that he's got all of the, he's got whatever he wants to be, he can be. That's how good this lad can be. I really have got a lot of time for this lad. I think he's coming to the side with a great amount of promise. But what I like is the fact that he's actually got a little bit of something about him and a little bit of strength. And I spoke to my mate a couple of days ago who said that he actually thinks that Saka would be better than Martinelli. So that's how much people are rating this lad.
3: Lee, um, Karen says this, uh, look what Mikhail did to Sterling. Um, he could do the same for Saka.
0: Yeah,
2: a good, good point. Good point. Um, listen, I think you know, like the the Martinelli one. I think eventually he'll go up into the middle. I think that um, that that you know, that I think uh, is by playing him out wide at the moment, it's getting him games and up. But ultimately, he will go out wide, and I think maybe that's what will happen with Saka in, in in the future. But we were talking two, three years down the line.
0: Um, we might be talking. We might be talking in the summer, Lee, if Aubameyang goes. Well, well, you
2: could do, <laughs> but I, I think that if you know you're going to ask someone like uh, uh, Martin to to hold, do our line in in the uh, uh, up front on his own, a very very difficult thing to do. You know, as it, as it was for Eddie yesterday. You know, I think that you know it, it's not easy. Uh, anybody that's played up front on their own would know that you know so to put an 18 year old 19 year old in there i think would be you know um putting a lot of pressure under martinelli so i still think that you know these boys are still going to learn still learning the game as as good as sacco was yesterday there was a few times he got pushed off the ball brushed off the ball he's not quite you know the man yet all of that's got to come when when he gets his strength and all that you're actually looking at a player that's Absolute quality at 18, but I'm, I'm thinking two, three years' time when he's physically matured as well as uh, as he has a player. We're going to have some player on our hand and, and the same with Martinelli. So, um, I, you know, I, I think that people are going on about Tierney as well. Yeah, he's not Arteta's player, is he? You know, so, the, you know, Tierney's got a real... Um, real uh, job in training to impress you know i don't see him oh right well, you're going to come straight in I, I think that the worst thing for for Kieran Tierney is he keeps getting injured and he needs to get fit and then prove to uh, Mikel that he can play this position because it's it's not um, a given that he's going to be straight in straight back in the side because as i said he's not a uh, uh, Arteta's main man there you know and i have to say i thought one of our best players when when first coming in Arteta was uh Kolasinic. and he's not come straight back in to the to to the team because of Saka playing so so well. Mm-hmm. I just think that we've got a couple of these guys um in Saka and Martinelli that are going to be not just superstars for us but I think for world star world superstars. I, I, I really feel that if keeping away from injuries which we have no luck with but hopefully we do with these two We've got some. We've got two players here that are very, very exciting. i was going to have to say, disappointed me yesterday that that I didn't see Martinelli. You know, I'm I'm going to the games. I'm excited about seeing him play. But as much as I was disappointed by that, Saka's performance made me forget about that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's how, yeah. that's how great it was yesterday. So uh, for me, they're the two guys that I'm looking at to to really take Arsenal forward over the next few years. I'm sure. Um, the contract to be sorted out. When you come through the ranks at Arsenal, that's the team you want to play for. So, I'd imagine that that will be done. Um, It'd be great if you're 18, 17, 18 and you're, and you're asking the manager where, where he thinks he's best positioned to play. But I also think from Saka's point of view is that if he can play left-back wide, left-up uh, into the midfield that he has played behind the front two or the striker before in, in the past, he's got so many options that he's going to give so much opportunity of game time yeah, uh, his age it's unbelievable and like you know I look at somebody like Foden who's got a great fu- great future or so they say at uh, uh, Man City but he must be looking at it and thinking well, well hold on a minute the, this kid's getting game time at, at, at Arsenal and I'm not you know and uh, I, I think that Arsenal are, are doing the right thing with him I think he's been Listen, we've, we had no left backs at one stage. And now we're thinking like, oh, we don't, you know, have another couple of weeks off, Kieran. You know what I mean? We don't really need you back. It's fantastic. And uh, all, all credit to him. I, I think he's an exciting player. Look what he's done for the goal. You know what I mean? I think that he's he's got quality on an end product as well. I don't really know where his best position is going to be. You know, if you said to me, where do you think he's going to be at the end of it? You know, I think it's all, guess what? I think he can play in any position. And uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how he, he develops in the next few years.
3: Okay, when we come back after this quick break, we shall talk about Daddy Spios.
2: Daddy Spios.
0: West Cork Beard Company make beard oil and beard balm for a strong, healthy, great-looking beard. Handmade from all natural ingredients in Clonakilty, West Cork. Check out their YouTube channel for beard care tips and advice or catch them online at westcorkbeardcompany.ie
3: Yes, that was, of course, the West Cork Beard Company who sponsored a podcast. Thank you, uh, Colin, uh, for your kind sponsorship. Uh, much appreciated, mate. Link in the description uh, if you have a beard, Harry. Um, <laughs> Harry, I want to come to you on this one because uh, Danny Ceballos... How good was he yesterday? Um, and uh, I've, I've lost my train of thought now for some reason. How good was he yesterday? And do you think that he's the, he, you know, Lee was saying earlier on that, you know, perhaps perhaps he was the way forward, you know, in, in, playing him in the middle. Do you, do you think that? Do you think he could, you know, do you think we could keep hold of him? Do you think we could sign him?
1: Um. Uh, look, if he if he gets some game time under Mikel Arteta and he continues to impress and he feels happy, then I'm sure that you know they'll you know we can try and sign him. It's, it's obvious that Real Madrid don't want him. Otherwise, mm. they wouldn't have loaned him out. Yeah. Um. You know, if they thought that, if Zinedine Zidane thought that he was good enough to play for their first team and part of his plans, he wouldn't be out on loan, to to put it simply. But I think the the problem has been that his time at Arsenal has been interrupted by a number of reasons. Of course, there was the injuries, um, Unai Emery's tinkering, he was a victim of that, even though... Unai Emery was the one that was responsible for bringing him to the club because Sabayos has said recently that Unai Emery even visited him at his home to persuade him that Arsenal was the place for him so he probably would have been a bit disappointed to have come and to have been left out as often as he was considering the effort that Unai went to to bring him so I think look there is a chance that it can be turned around we've seen Granit Xhaka's Future turned around. It looked like he was off, um, and now he's staying. Mustafi's back in the team and he's playing quite well. Um, so it, Arteta has shown that he can turn players around, and I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him stay, depending on his performances between now and the rest of the season. Mm. I, like I said at the top of the show, I thought it was a masterstroke playing him in that position, but I, I'd also emphasise that it's. There's certain games that you can get away with it and there's games that you can't because we're just not defensively solid enough. So if you're going away to Manchester City, are you going to play Xhaka, Sabayos, and Ozil? Probably not because, you know, quite frankly, we're not defensively stable enough to then say, actually, we're going to go there and we're going to be ballsy and we're going to play looking to keep possession and dominate you. There's going to be games where we're going to have to muck in because we're just not quite at that level yet. And you probably get more of that from Lucas Torreira. But when you're going to come up against teams like this, who are going to sit back, play a five-four-one, whatever it was that Newcastle played, park the bus, then I think it helps having a ball player in a deeper position because it means you can start play from deeper in the pitch and you can create spaces. And it means that Ozil, I guess, had a bit more freedom yesterday. If you look at his touch map, he was popping up on the left, popping up on the right. And when you've got someone as stable in possession in the middle of the park, he can do that. Um, so I would, would you agree with that? That's on the screen that, uh, yeah, I would, because it's, it's all good. People talk about him playing in between the lines and that's massive. And, And he does do that every week. He does play in between the lines, but if he's playing in between the lines and you're not finding him, then it makes it look like he's not doing anything. So if you can feed him, you know, then you'll see the benefits of that. And I spoke about it. I can't remember what game it was earlier on in the season. We were talking about a game where Xhaka was feeding Ozil really well and it worked really well. And Ceballos was doing that yesterday. And and that's why I think Xhaka Torreira works better than Xhaka Genduzi because one of them needs to be feeding feeding Ozil. In this case, yesterday, that was Ceballos and he done it really, really well.
3: Dan, I want to come to you and I want to talk to you. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to come... To each of you, uh, with these with these last few points that I've that I've
0: made here now, Pepe Dan um, mm. scored a goal yesterday and played very well. <clears throat> Very well, yeah. I was a massive fan of Pepe. I thought he was sensational. Even on the way in the first half, everyone was pretty poor. He was the one who I thought looked like the, the kind of player that was trying at least, you know. I must mention Eddie and Nketiah quickly because I think that, although I don't think he took his chance, he did have a couple of chances. One won at the bar and obviously in the first half he had a shot. But at least he was tracking back to win the ball and he was getting involved. If it wasn't just standing up front like sometimes a Bamiyang does, waiting for the ball. So apart from him, I thought Pepe was really, really good in the first half. And then obviously the second he was sensational and come alive and it looked like there was a kind of more of a togetherness with that front four yesterday Um, especially when they both scored there was all the celebrations jumping on each other I know sometimes people can say that doesn't mean so much but it looked like they genuinely cared and they genuinely were happy that Lacazette yeah, yeah. scored and they genuinely were happy that Pepe had got it they were all looking to celebrate together and that was a good good for me one thing I will say about Pepe that's slightly negative is I wouldn't mind, I think Harry touched on it a few weeks ago, I wouldn't mind seeing him on the left just to give it a go because he's so one-footed. I just want to see him knock the ball past someone and run because he's got pace to burn and he's not using it because what he does is he gets the ball and he cuts back on his left all the time. So we never see him beat a man. We normally see him dinking in a ball or or um, kind of linking up by cutting in on his left left foot. The other good thing about him, though, is he can take a corner. He really does ping it in. The amount of times I've seen Ozil take those stupid little dinky corners that don't even beat the first man. Forget him. Just don't put him on corners anymore. Pepe is our man for corners. So massive fan and I just really want to see him come alive now because I'm really frustrated by everyone saying that he was a waste of money and we paid over the odds because I think there's a talent in there and I just want to see that released because he's got bags of potential and he's still only a kid, 24. That's not Mm. old, man. He's got another 10 years in him if he wants it. So let's hope that he starts putting in regular performances like that because for me that was the best performance he's had in an Arsenal shirt so far.
3: Yeah. I think I think myself myself on Pepe I've been quite harsh on him and I and I still uh, I still think he will come good but like he's like you say there now he does frustrate me a lot. Um, yeah. and and for the fact of that every time he gets the ball he wants to cut in. Um just I want him to you know, put it past the peller, uh, nutmeg a fellow and run, and run on with it, you know. Um, Lee, what about Lacazette yesterday? I mean, that goal that went in, a striker that's not scoring goals, he's not going to care how that went in, is he? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know.
2: Just showed you in football, you know, he couldn't buy a goal, could he, like that? And then he does that and he scores, you know. So, you know, it, it's, when, when it goes for you, it goes for you. I, I think he would have been disappointed to have be been left out, Um uh, but I think it was the right decision. I thought when he came on, what I liked about it, as Dan just touched on it, what I liked about it is as soon as he came on, every player, Pepe included, um, who, who would like to score more goals in his in his uh, you know early Arsenal career, were all looking to get him uh, get him the goal. And once he got it, they all celebrated really really well. I thought that was great to see. Uh, it showed you there is a good team spirit at the club um even when it's not been great you know there, there's there seems to be a good good atmosphere and i think that can take you so far as well i think uh any team that's successful they need a good dressing room and, a, and harmony in it and uh, it's obviously he's a very very popular lad got to say that he looks, yeah, yeah. you know very very popular ultimate professional as well we've done all his warm-ups yesterday like uh spot on he, he wasn't just walking around sulking he was uh Positive, there. Uh. And the other thing is, I think if I remember rightly, it, it, it was about the eighty-fifth minute that he was he came on, and when he got called, he sprinted to the to the bench to get on. You know, it wasn't like oh, I've only got five minutes and all that. And I thought that was a, a real good um, thing to see that even with five minutes to go, he, he's desperate to get on and and desperate to do well. And I think that's a um, something that probably isn't highlighted so much by the, the professionals these days. and But he, he, I was I was very impressed with that.
3: Absolutely. Uh, this question came in from Bill earlier, um, a donation question. So thanks very much, Bill, um, for your donation. Lee, you'll you, have enough to buy a Big Mac. Um, fantastic,
2: fantastic. He <laughs> wants to
3: know, if everyone was fit, what would be the best 11? Oh,
2: that's Ooh, a tough good question. Yeah, good Great question. question. Obviously,
3: Leno in goal. Uh, Harry? Really?
2: really.
1: Bellerin, right back? I could go through mine quickly, yeah. Leno in goal, Bellerin right back. Mustafi, Luiz. I know people are going to take the piss out of that, but Mustafi, Luiz. Saka at this moment in time. (sighs) Xhaka, Torreira, Ozil, Pepe, Aubameyang, Martinelli.
0: Not much to argue with there, Dan. Is there or is there? Uh, Yeah, not far off, to be fair. I'm never going to agree with Harry, am I? So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'll go Leno in goal. I'll go Bellerin and Tierney at full-backs. I'd go with David Luiz and Sokratis at the back. I would go with... um, Actually, I wouldn't. I'll go David Luiz and Mari because I feel like a left-footed centre-back is going to be... Just what we need, personally. So I will go with them. I'd, listen, it could be any of them, couldn't it? Do you know what I mean? None of them are amazing. So I'll go with I'll go with marion because I've got a lot of a lot of time for this signing. I think he's going to be decent. uh I would go with Chaco and Sorriera, but I would play Martinelli left, Pepe right, and I'd have Lacazette behind Aubameyang.
3: Lee. Ah.
0: <sighs> <sighs> uh,
2: it's a real tough one, isn't it? Like, you know what I mean, like Bellerin and uh, I'm going to go Saka at left back because I think he's been, you know, he's been outstanding. There. He's been better than than any other left backs in there. If I'll be honest, like you know, David Luiz, I think has proved everybody wrong at the moment. Like you know, I am I, I am going to agree with with Dan as much as um, uh, as well as Simon's been playing at the moment in time. Um, I, I'm still going to go with uh, with Mari because a while would be signing. But I None of you have been
1: in. Yeah, exactly it. that's, what that's I was just why hold on, in. Harry,
2: i don't know intro- what's your name Graham? i've just said I'm that with- <laughs> I, just said, I just said i haven't seen him play I'm with ari on that um, one but I, I i am with ari on that one but at the end of the day why sign? and i just before i was rudely interrupted i did say why sign him like <laughs> do you know what i mean like you know if it, so they must be seeing something that we've not seen but if we're going to go on with players fit that what we've seen i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna go with simon i think he's done really well in the last few games you know what i mean so simon mustafi would be being there with louise sabias and shaka uh, um i i think were there uh, with with torreira would be my 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 three if i'll be honest so, uh, as well as Meza ozil played he just doesn't do enough for me uh you know if, if he was to play like that for the next four or five games different and the, the three up front: uh, Martinelli, um, abameyang and uh, Pepe for me.
3: Fairly interesting. I think. Uh, I don't know. I, the only, I think the only one there that is up for.
2: Yeah, Chambers. Someone uh, just said in a check. Yeah, is fit, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, because you know, obviously he's not fit at the moment. I, would, I mean, look, this is what I. This is well.
3: this is the thing that. Well, no, that's not it. This is the thing that worries me the most. If we all think that Saka's the best left back. What are we gonna do with Kieran Tierney? I, I'd I just... play
0: Tierney. I'd play Tierney. I wouldn't yeah. play Saka left back. I would play Tierney if everyone was fit because I, mean, I, if, think, if Tierney I comes think he's been topped off. So
2: if you're Tierney. leaving Saka out then Dan?
0: Yeah, I would do. Sorry, I would. Because I think that I think that I don't believe Kieran Tierney's done anything wrong. I really don't. Like I think the reason he got injured was a freak injury, like it was a shoulder injury. It wasn't like oh his hamstring's gone again. Oh now his ankle. Oh now it's his other leg. I think he's got the best crosser of the ball we've got, Kieran Tierney. I think he's great going forward and I think that he can get back and defend. I'm a massive fan of Saka, but I think he's an 18-year-old that we can mould into the team. And I don't think that he is going to be our number one left-back for the future. I could be wrong. He could be yeah. an Ashley Cole. Good but point, I think yeah. that Kieran Tierney is a £25 million signing that has done nothing wrong. And I think it would be harsh to sell him and keep blaming Kalasanak and then play Saka. And then he gets injured and we got Kalasanak back in. I'd much rather play Tierney and then if Saka wants to come in as a left-back behind him, that's fine. And then it's not going to be that every game that Saka is going to be on the bench. Saka can play left back, uh, left back, left wing. I think that that would be the way forward for me. Um, but listen, just, not a lot of people agree. People to say Saka can't be dropped, and they're probably right. Maybe they're right. Maybe he can't be dropped because he has been sensational. I've just
1: got this bad feeling that Tierney's just one of those players that's going to be injured all the time. I, I just, yeah. I, I said it when we signed him because I looked at his injury record at Celtic, and everyone kept pointing to the fact that he played a lot of games. Um, you know, for someone of his age, but he'd actually missed a lot of games as well. And I know it's a freak injury, and I know injuries luck most of the time, isn't it? But I just feel like some of those signings that we made, you know, during the Unai Emery days, I feel like they're going to get cast out into the cold, and whether that's right or not, I think that if Arteta keeps seeing impressive performances from Saka, he will have no hesitation in leaving Kieran Tierney out because he's not he's mad.
2: Yeah. yeah, I, I, yes, I, I good agree. Point. Yeah, the, the, one, the one, thing I would say about this, and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm going say what, what Dan's saying. I think that, you know, he's got to come back and let's see what he can do. But if he breaks down again, for any reason, I think Arsenal got to be ruthless. And if they have got a 25 million pound offer from Leicester, then um, I think like cut your losses. But if he comes back in and produ- produces performances, he's not going to get injured then, you know, it's another string to our bow, isn't it? You know, and uh, the, the more better players we've got. We, listen, we're not, if we're going to challenge the top four and, and hopefully better, we're going to have to have a big, big, strong squad. So, you know. Um,
0: That's what I'm saying, I, Lee. I, I it's, it's a good it. thing. It is a good thing. Is, yeah. a good, this is what I'm saying. I mean, there yeah.
3: was a comment coming, a, a, a very good comment coming there from, uh, let me see it there. Um, one second. There it is. The competition leads to greater effort levels. Uh, yeah, so, I So, exactly. Kieran, Kieran Tini comes back, fully fit, and he thinks, "Right, well, I have this young lad now, chump, you know, chomping at the bit for my position. I'm going to have to step it up. Um, exactly.
2: I think that, exactly, that is exactly it. Yeah. Great point. Just,
3: be, just before we, just before, because I know people are anxious to go and watch um, Chelsea and Manchester United, and I'm sure a lot of people want to watch it, including myself. Um, what about this Guendouzi situation, boys? Ooh. Um, mm, that sounds worrying, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. Gwendozi apparently, apparently, and I say apparently in inverted commas, um, he's had a bust-up with Mikhail Arteta, and Mikhail Arteta has left him out. Now, someone said that to me. When I read that, I was like, Do you know what? Brilliant. And 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 my, and I said to my wife, I said, Gwendozi got left out yesterday. Oh, what did he get left out for? I said, oh, he had an argument <laughs> with a. He's had an argument with Arteta. You know why? Oh, 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 why did he leave him out? Now I think it's great that he's left him out because it shows that he actually means what he said. Um, when you know when he first joined us, you no, know, the word the, the the words were you know if you're not on board with me, then see you later. I'll get someone else in. Uh, Lee, let's start with you on that. Um, I don't know what it is with Gwyn I think he's a fantastic talent and a fantastic player. I've been very, I think very his, surprised. His attitude. Very surprised. His attitude off the pitch you know like when like he's coming to arsenal from a league two team right an unknown player um and i don't know is it just me or what but i just notice when you watch videos of them training and stuff like that he seems to be a bit of a joker and a bit of a messer and you know is he is he putting it in do you know what i
2: mean yeah, I, I, no, listen. He's twenty years of age, and he's made a he's made a bigger yeah, look, impact. Actually, what,
3: sorry to interrupt you again. Look, Gwendozi is the textbook example of overconfident and entitlement. Went from French League Two tier to start starting week in week out. Uh, for a top Premier League team, needs to buckle his ideas. And Ella, I think that's absolute brilliant uh, comment. Uh, thank you very I'm much ju- indeed for that, because that's what exactly <laughs> what I was trying to say.
2: <laughs> Ella, I was just about to say that, like, before you read you. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. That's exactly what I was going to say, like, you know, I, I, you know, echo everything that, that was said there, because I, I think that he's, he's done more than what was expected. He's come in and, and been well over what we expected. I didn't really expect him to be in the side, and doing what he's doing, and maybe he just got a little bit over over. Um, uh, he said, "With a little bit with, um, you know, because don't forget when he first came in, he was left out. He was left out of the side, you know, um, completely um, without getting shot. Because don't forget, under Emery, he played every game. As soon as Arteta came in, he was he was benched. So maybe he's just, you know, like that little, um, you know, twenty year old. just got above his station a little bit. Like, you know, I thought we come back and showed what he was all about." against bournemouth and i think that he's a very very good player um and he's got himself in the in the national squad and it's all gone a little bit too quick for him listen every player's going to have disagreements with the manager on on whatever and i don't think that for one minute that that's the end of the road for him like you know i mean we just you just you, you know you've got just um just probably being told that this is how it's going to be. I wouldn't be surprised, boys, I'm going to say this now, if he's in the team against uh, Panathinaikos, uh, Panath- sorry, Olympiakos, I don't think, that, I think that he could actually come in that one. Maybe he's just being rested for that game because this this not beat about the bush here, this is a bit massive game on Thursday for, yeah. for our uh, Champions League qualification. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's back in and, you know, people making a, a load of things out of it all. I still think that he, hopefully, because I think that he's going to be a fantastic player, Gwen he's, he's a good mm. player now.
0: Mm. be interesting but to see his reaction as well, won't it, Lee? You know, yeah, see what exactly. he's like right now. We don't Test know what's happened. It's all rumours, isn't it? And I think if yeah. Arteta has had some, some guts about him and he's been ruthless, then I think if he is dicking around in training, he needs to be told, doesn't he? And if that is the case, then Arteta's not having it. And I think it's a good thing, like Craig says, it would be interesting to see Gondozi's reaction now. And uh, I'm with you, Lee. I think he's going to be a top draw player, but I think he needs a role model. And if, Arteta, if it ain't going to be someone on the pitch which i don't think we've really got then maybe it can be somebody like arteta and he could be the manager that you know when the when the kind of the, the students ready the uh what was it the pupils ready the teacher appears they say do not they so let's hope yeah, that Arteta's yeah, going to yeah, have that yeah. you know
2: exactly like you know i mean so
0: um I, i'm 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 let's
2: say i've got no problems with that no problems with that you know um i think that um I, I I think that you know everything Arteta is doing at the moment. I'm I'm happy with it, like
1: you know. So hopefully it will continue.
3: What about you, the, Harry, what, what what do you reckon on that situation,
1: mate? I, I think we got to be cautious about this because Arteta uses the word behavior pretty much every time he speaks, and he doesn't mean it. Maybe in the context <laughs> that some people have taken yeah. it. Um. When he says behavior, he means the way they act, the way they carry themselves. So he doesn't mean that he's a he's a kid that's on his worst behavior in training and I think people take his words too literally sometimes. So that's number one. We don't know how much of a uh, of a spat there's been if there's even been one at all. But uh, something I read today from James Benge at Football London actually, he put a tweet out and I thought it was the, it made the most sense of all the things I've seen regarding this today was that Genduzi seems the type of character that can overstep the mark unintentionally. So he can get a little bit overconfident, he can go too far. Um, but maybe not with the worst of intentions. And if he's made an example of him because he's been playing up, then so be it. I'm happy with that. Um, I've always said that Matteo Dienduzzi has been thrown in too soon. Um, He's given too much responsibility for someone who had such little experience when he arrived at the club. It's a miracle how he's played so much. And for me, that was another, whilst it was a positive in the sense that he did show some good signs in sort of small periods during games, 45 minutes here and there. Overall, it was one of the biggest problems in Unai Emery's tenure. So, you know, for me, I'm I'm happy that he's not in the team because I don't think he's ready yet. It's not to say I don't like the guy or I don't want him to ever be in a team in the future. But right now, he's not ready. And if Mikel Arteta feels like he needs to teach him a lesson because maybe he has got a bit overconfident, has got a bit carried away with himself, absolutely fine with that
3: yeah absolutely and like I say I mean there's people in the comments there saying that you know people are hating on him and this that and the other we're only discussing the rumours we're not you know I- I'm not taking it that- that's gospel that he's he's been left out because he's he- he's been um, he's been naughty um, you know I mean like <laughs> people say oh what are you hating on Gwen Doozy for this that and the other um, I know I-, I can see my private chat box here going so I think they're having a bit of a laugh in the private chat somewhere very unprofessional boys very unprofessional <laughs> Uh, um, just before we go, uh, last week we'd done a competition um, to win a nice scarf. That was quite kindly, uh, this is the scarf, there you go, match day experience. Oh, got it here, look. Oh, there you go, look. Uh, and before the before the podcast started, uh, Harry uh, scrolled through all the names and Lee said stop. And when Lee said stop, it landed on um, NSK Gunner. So, if you're watching, um, congratulations! You won the scarf. I'll put it. I'll, I'll put it up on Twitter as well. You need to DM me your address, um, and we'll get it sent. Lee pays for all that kind of stuff, so hopefully, you live in Australia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your Twitter handle is at Enes Enesk. I think that's. Uh, I think that's right. E N E S E N S K. So, congratulations! Uh, you win the scarf. Uh, we'll get that posted out to you. Um, asap, and like I say, I will put it up on Twitter. Um, just in case the person isn't watching, <laughs> thank you to my uh esteemed panel, Dan. Thank you very much for your time. Hey, boys, cheers, Harry. Thank you, for, Harry. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, and Lee Judges. Thank you very much, sir.
1: No, no you, problems
3: Anything me. before the court is uh adjourned? Anything to add?
2: Uh, no, no, I've got a uh, quiet week this week, you know, so, um, uh, it's a very quiet week, you know what I mean, so, um, uh, no, I tell you what, no, playing a charity game Sunday, so I'm looking forward to that, playing uh, against, um, what are they, the F2 boys, so uh, looking forward to that on Sunday
3: Where is it mate, can, can people uh, want to come and watch it? Football Club Waltham Abbey Football Club,
2: Club. On um, Sunday Sunday, two o'clock kickoff. So it's a quick dash from there up to the Emirates afterwards, like you know. So uh, there you go, like you know. There you go, like yeah, like
3: yeah, yeah, like all right. Yeah, well, um,
2: this <laughs> this chat is terrible, like. Oh, like. No. <laughs> I know. If only they could, <laughs> if um, they could see well, it. Oh, I actually haven't looked at it yet. So I, I'm just, all right, well, I hope it, yeah. yeah, I ain't I'm not going to do it on air. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh,
3: that leaves um, my only thank yous left to say thank you to everyone um, who's been watching live uh, on YouTube and uh, Facebook. Thank you very much for leaving the likes. I can see a few likes and a few hearts there uh, on it. So thank you very much indeed. My thanks to Nigel in the chat, um, who's been keeping uh, keeping it clean. Um, lucky well he's down, not the well I'll tell you what,
2: he's done his job today. It's a time, he's done his job.
3: Good old Nigel. Good uh, old Nigel. It's, a, it's a tough job. Um, so thank you very much indeed, Nigel. We shall see you all again next week. Um until we do, enjoy the Chelsea Man United game if you're watching it. Um uh, thanks you for listening to on audio. All the links are in the description for you as well for uh, the West Cork Beer Company and whatnot. Um until we see you again next week, take care of yourselves and each other.